Hey guys, welcome to Heart to Talk the Podcast. I am your host, Tracy Caesar, and you are listening to episode 34. Personal transformation can and does have global effects. As we go, so goes the world, for the world is us. The revolution that will save the world is ultimately a personal one. Marian Williamson. I have learned that the most important work I'll ever and have ever done and will never stop doing is the work on myself. Some people call it the inner work, shadow work, personal development. Ultimately, when we start doing the work that is our personal work, it results in healing, inner peace, and love. You then become reunited with your authenticity, which allows you to transform and step into your greatness over and over again. I'm so honored and excited to bring to you today's guest, Janice Noe Hulani. She will, in this episode, explain what inner work and shadow work means. She will discuss why people often feel stuck and why they're not seeing the results they want, the effects of being addicted to positivity, and the power of being right here and right now, and so much more. Janice Noe Hulani is an author, spiritual mentor, shamanic love coach, and natural born psychic. She has helped so many people become empowered by guiding them to awaken the healer within themselves. I bring to you my conversation with the spiritual gangster. I am seriously honored and beyond grateful to have you on the podcast and share you with the world. So thank you. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm honored to be here. Teresa, you blow me away. Oh, that's the biggest compliment coming from you because I feel the same about you. <laughs> I admire you so much, you and um inspired by you. Introduce us. Who is Janice Noe Juliani? <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I am a spiritual mentor. I'm known as a shamanic love coach, and I uh consider myself a spiritual gangsta. <laughs> oh, that's bad. I love it. Spiritual gangsta. What does inner work mean, spiritual work, shadow work, a definition of what that means to you? Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people have a lot of fancy terminology for all that. But basically what the inner work is and shadow work is facing our internal ways of thinking, our belief systems, our paradigms, and mostly the things that we haven't wanted to face that keep us in, you know, states of survival and pain and don't allow us to expand. Basically, when you do your inner work, your shadow work, the goal is not just to look at things that you've been afraid of or that have kept you stuck. The goal is to integrate them in a way that you can expand and be more free, to live in harmony with yourself. And so inner work and shadow work is necessary because most of us live in an internal battle, right? The duality that exists inside of us. I want to be enough, but I always feel like I'm not enough. 
right? That's just one example. And so the inner work and shadow work is to face and to have a communication with all parts of yourself to find out why, why is it the root cause of that, that story that we hold, that illusion that's held inside and begin to love it. So it doesn't, it doesn't have a grip on us anymore. And when we do that, basically we move into harmony with ourself and nature and our life as a whole and can begin to live our best life ever. Thank you for that definition. I mean, that was amazing. You're welcome. We all feel that pain. We all feel stuck or, you know, what you just described. So most of the time, you know, in our culture, for sure, what, what we do is we you know, we wrestle that to the ground. We mentally say, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm going here. I'm going to bring my attention here, which is actually quite valuable for the people who are very energetically sensitive to use some will around what they bring in. But we are too attached to just inner work. We are whole beings. We are emotional, mental, physical, energetic, and spiritual beings. So we have to bring our attention to all parts of that and and start weaving all of us together so we can expand and feel empowered by our own lives. And that's where I think most people go wrong. Oh, I I love that. Collectively, if we're all doing that, it's how beautiful, right? This world, Mm -hmm. we can heal together. Here's the next question. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us are on the path. We are doing the inner work. And we're still not seeing the results. Why is that? That's a great question. So the majority of people who come to me are seasoned Mm. spiritual seekers. They have done their work and they're just really frustrated around like, well, why, why am I still not receiving all that I want? And there's, there's many reasons for that. And everyone's individual. Often these two elements that I see within the people that I, I've been working with. And one of those is that we use what we're seeking to prove something to us. So for instance, many people use like their careers and their so-called success or not, not success to prove to them that they're worthy so many people know about the secret, right? And the laws of attraction, but a lot of people have that whole thing kind of wrong. We do indeed, whatever we're vibrating out there, we, we attract. And the thing that we fear the most often is what we pull like magnets to us. So if we're using again, back to what I was talking about, just mentally trying to work your way through something, we're using positivity, for instance, to, you know, if we, if we just are positive <laughs> that yeah. we're going to have the career we want or the, we're going to make the money that we want. And we just bring all of these mental images and thoughts and lack feeling and all of it, you're going to actually get the opposite. Like oh. if it's with the, if it's about worthiness, for instance, you know, having your career prove that you finally have arrived you are the person you've always known yourself to be. You're going to get the lessons that teach you in to teach you that you're actually not that because that's actually what you're vibrating at at a bigger level. 
Does that make sense? Oh my gosh, totally. I honestly could relate because I was on that, like, I'm going to be focused and positive, my affirmations. And then I would just hit like a wall Mm -hmm. because there's, there's only so much pushing away by the positiveness, by whatever you, I guess is really deep underneath. Mm -hmm. So then I would actually think that I was regressing or failing, but really what I've learned is I needed to face that. I needed to feel so I don't escape it anymore. And I'm like, it's okay to not be positive today and to feel what I'm feeling. And I let myself, even though it's so uncomfortable, right? Yeah. But the, the amazing thing is the next day I'm like, oh, okay, I feel better. But yeah. maybe I would have not felt better and I would have maybe pretended to feel better, right? Do you get what oh, I mean by that? I I love what you're saying because to be honest with you, people who are addicted to positivity are my hardest clients. And it's only because that literally, you know, if your framework is you're just shooting for being happy, right? I'm just going to be happy. As humans, we have so many more emotions to pull from. And often the happiest people are the ones who can embrace the hardest of feelings and emotions, face the, the you know, the worst things in life with grace. Because it is a part of life. It is part of the universe and it is part of us. So if we deny those those things, we're literally denying a piece of us, right? Oh my gosh, so powerful. I know that about you, Teresa. It's so beautiful to watch. You're really able to sit and not necessarily have to do anything, but just feel what arises. And then just like you said, you notice as you don't resist it, it literally begins to transform. Yes. I love the vocabulary behind it. It transforms. And that's what we want. Mm-hmm. We want to transform. And I think everything within us needs to transform or else oh what goodness. happens, right? <laughs> I mean, really this time So many people are under pressure and they don't know why. The gift of this time is that it is transforming us. It is pulling up our shadows, the things that we have feared the most, the things that we, that have held us back for even centuries as a human race. And we're being called to bring it up, face it. So we literally can transform transform ourselves because everything starts with us. And as we transform, it gives everyone else an opportunity to do that. And then together we can create a new reality. Oh my goodness. That is so powerful. I know for me personally, like I actually felt like I was doing something wrong or if I couldn't be upset, like I was disappointing other people. Right. You know what I mean? Because people expect, well, Teresa has to be happy. And if she's not like, and that's hard to live up to. That's a lot of pressure. And then not only that, but it, yeah, it's a lot of pressure for ourselves. We certainly don't want to teach our kids that they're not allowed to feel their full range of feelings. We need to be more resilient. And the way to get more resilient is to start facing all parts of us. To realize that simultaneously, we are magical, miraculous, amazing beings. But within us, in every single person, exists the ugliest parts of humanity. And and if, if we deny that, then what happens is those parts begin to take charge. And that's why you see the atrocities that happen in the world. That piece of them begins to take over. 
And so within each of us, we have the ugliest parts, the, the, the most dangerous parts, and we need to own our brilliance, but also be in charge of those parts of us so we don't do harm. My teacher always says there's really only one universal law, and that is to do no harm. Wow. And we have so many good people in the world, but I tell you, so many of us are doing harm to ourselves first. I see, especially with people who are, who are very spiritual, is that uh, they blame themselves for what's gone wrong. Even though it, it always takes at least two people to create a situation, right? Yeah, true. And, yeah. <laughs> and they're sitting there only taking all the responsibility, trying to do all the heavy lifting and blaming themselves for what has gone wrong in their life when really that relationship needed to end. You needed to get fired from that job in order for you to start living your life. You needed to have that health crisis in order for you to choose life. Right. And so we go into blame and shame. That's a big one, a big one. And I mean, completely punishing ourselves for things not going right or not being where we thought we should be. Or, you know, that's a big one actually right now. And oh, yeah. <laughs> then the other thing is with spiritual people is that often I find people weaponizing their gifts against other people and themselves proving again that they're worthless or that they're not showing up the way they should. And actually, I see many people bullying themselves around when they talk to themselves, you know, that mental talk, and they're like, oh, you're, you're so terrible. Why aren't you where you need to go? And they're just like bullying themselves to try and get them to where they go, you know, where they think they want to go. And really what that does, it just depletes all of their energy. <laughs> so people are either doing that to themselves or their partners or their friends or their co-workers. Janice, how can people get in touch with you? How can they find you? Yeah. So thank you for asking. So you can find me at JaniceNoeHulani.com. And so I am giving a special right now with a discount, but mainly for people to just have one session with me to help them align with themselves, with the universe, with the earth and the sun, and to help them really get into the energy of what they want to create going forward. So it's an alignment session and um, oh, powerful. Yeah. And it's a great deal. So highly recommend the gifts that you offer and it's, it's transformative and the way to level up, level up, level up with Janice. <laughs> so any last words before I ask you my ending questions? I want to say, you know, we're all so attached to this quantum leap, right? But what happens is when we're looking for these big shifts and big moves, we don't give ourselves a chance to be right here, right now. And right here, right now is the place to begin and the place to create miracles, right? The universe, spirit, source, God, when you work with those energies and re start realizing that they're here in this moment within you, you can then 
more easily align with what is meant for you. And it begins to chase you down rather than you chasing it. So take a breath and give yourself the opportunity to be in this ever-present now as often as you can. That's where the power is. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that. I mean, I feel like I needed to hear that. (laughs) And I just did a podcast on the power of now. I always need to hear that, by the way. I actually do this work because I need it. It helps me stay in integrity with it. It helps me integrate it into my life. I do this work because it's changed my life in an enormous way. And it helps me just keep living into it. So... It's a, it's a great thing. (laughs) You are seriously, you blow my mind. I love you. All right. I'm going to ask you the traditional ending questions, Janice. The first one, what is your favorite quote? Be the change you want to see in the world. Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really popular quote, but we don't have a say over what anyone else does. We have a say over us. And how we show up, what we're willing to do, that's how the world shows up for us. And yeah, that's my favorite quote. Oh, beautiful. Okay, next question. What's your favorite book? (laughs) I couldn't choose, so I I got a couple of them. Yes. (laughs) That's good. I love it. The more the merrier. (laughs) Um, So... I haven't read a fictional book in a while, but the one that I absolutely love is Floating in My Mother's Palm by Ursula Heggie. It's a really great fictional book. Um, Outrageous Openness by Tosha Silver is a great book to help help you let the divine in, let spirit in. So I love this book. And E Squared by Pam Grout changed my life about 20 years ago. And it's still a very valuable book. So. Wow. Thank you for that. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm writing this down. (laughs) And the last question, Janice, what's the best advice that you have to offer? You've got a lot of good advice and you gave (laughs) us a lot of good advice. That's probably (laughs) such a hard thing. Yeah. If you do nothing else, Take care of your vagus nerve and your nervous system. That will help you with everything, whether you're dealing with emotional problems, mental problems, or health problems. Your vagus nerve, you know, that's a physical thing within you, is crucial for all of those, for your physical body and your spiritual and emotional body. Wow. Just walk on the earth without your shoes on. And we have all these electrical units around us and we need to discharge those frequencies out of us and they get lodged in our nervous system. If you give yourself a chance to actually get your feet directly without shoes on or get your body directly on the earth, it helps for you to discharge that energy out of you. And the one thing that we forget to do is to ground our vagus nerve energetically, right? With our visualization in our physical body, in our spiritual body, and then to 
the heart of the earth. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode. I do hope you enjoyed my conversation with Janice today and that you are activated and ready to continue on your personal transformational journey, your inner work, shadow work. As you know, it is the most important work you will ever do. So friends, remember to rate, subscribe, tell your friends about this podcast. Please find me on Instagram and Facebook. Otherwise, I'll be back in two weeks.